6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, as we move through the reopening phases on that list, are theaters going to reopen soon at, uh, you know, a little bit of a diminished capacity? But still, I know a lot of you can't wait to get back to movies on the big screen. In the meantime... Our monthly list of great movies and series you can watch at home. It's at the home box office with Steve Stebbing. Hey, Steve. Hello. It's good to have you here. All Thank right, uh, we are, we have a little bit of a shorter list today, so let's get mm-hmm. to it. But boy, oh boy, so many great picks on this one. And off the top, oh my goodness, I know my husband is just going to be pumped for this one. Guy Ritchie, Jason Statham, Jason Statham in a, a teaming up in a film called Wrath of Man. Take a listen. It doesn't feel right. trucks to get hit. He's not a cop. But if he's not a cop, what is he? A while back, we lost two guards. A civilian, too. There was an investigation. They still haven't found a scum who did it. Mm, all right, so what's the deal with this film? Yeah, I mean, on the outside, this one it looks like uh, kind of like an armored car heist movie. Uh, but basically, uh, it's Statham uh, as like a vigilante just killing everything that gets in his path. And the trailer totally missells this movie. It doesn't feel like a Guy Ritchie movie at all when you're watching the trailer. But once you're actually seeing it, it is totally stylish. It doesn't have the same levity as like Snatcher Locked mm-hmm. Off and Two Smoking Barrels did, or even The Gentleman did. Uh, but it's gritty. It looks like a billion dollars and uh statham is awesome as usual (laughs) and uh if you don't like post malone you will probably like a certain scene in this movie oh and okay interesting good to know good to know okay from uh, a pretty violent film by the sounds of it to street gang how we got to sesame street completely different I love the whole idea of taking commercial techniques and applying them to a show for kids. I was convinced that it would be impossible to do. Jim Henson, Frank Oz, and if they were on, you had a good day. We're the best of friends. Yes. How many lines do you have? Three. Three. (laughs) Well, try to get the first one better. All right, so you're saying that this one uh, gets inside the minds and hearts of the Sesame Street creators, and this one got you right in the feels. Absolutely, because it's like a nostalgic hug as you're taking a stroll down memory lane of uh, Sesame Street, all of its uh, great moments, its inception, how how long it took to actually uh, come to PBS and, and the creation of the Children's Television Workshop and everything, and of course, uh, Jim Henson and the Muppet Company's involvement in it, uh, and just such a thorough telling of the story and uh, you'll you'll have a smile on your face and tears in your eyes especially if uh, you are at all uh, touched by this show mm-hmm. as a child. Okay, so that's, uh, that's a good one to keep in mind. Street Gang, how we got to Sesame Street. So I wasn't going to put this one on the list, but the more I read about it, I thought this sounds really interesting and really quirky. It's called The Outside Story. I let myself out of my apartment. Without your shoes? Sucks. Oh, it's dumb. Well, it looks like a beautiful day. (laughs) I was wondering if I could climb out on your fire escape. I hope that I'm not interrupting. Hi. Hi. Yes, we're in a relationship. Wow. Hey, 
are you? <laughs> what are you doing? Do you know this man? Are we done here? Neo! You got my keys? I don't know which they are. You and Isha broke up, but you're still moving in a car. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Shouldn't you be able to arrest some real criminals or something? City drivers are real criminals. Says who? Says me. Who are you? Someone who knows. Okay, Steve, so this this is about a guy who locks himself out of his apartment? Yeah, and it's like at the worst uh, time in his life, he's going through uh, a really bad breakup. Um, he is he is a, a videographer for a, a obituary, so he's based to work. He's basically waiting for a celebrity to put a video package together for to pass away. And uh, yeah, what happened due to a mishap with the delivery driver, he ends up locking himself out and kind of uh, show. It's kind of like an, a, a pulling of the blinds where he can he can kind of like see the world outside for the first time in a long time and, and, and see the positivity and optimism in the world. And uh, Brian Tyree Henry is the star of this one. People may remember him from Atlanta if you watch that Donald Glover series. Yeah. And he is just so good in this one. Uh, I just want him to have more lead roles because I just put more on his shoulders, please, because he's great. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm not going to play the trailer for Cruella because we've all seen it a million times on television, <laughs> but I did want to get your thoughts uh, on on this one, uh, Emma Stone, Emma Thompson in it. I mean, uh, it looks it looks just full and luxurious. But what did you think yeah. about it? Yeah, I mean, it looks incredible. It's stylish in the way it's shot. Um, I, I didn't like the first trailer they put out for it, so I kind of had a low bar going in. But I really dug it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think Emma Thompson is the MVP of this one uh, because without her formidable villain, I don't think the whole film works. Mm. Uh, but the soundtrack, I mean, you'll be bobbing along with it. It, it is so well done. And um, my only issue, I think, for the younger kids, uh, it is a bit dark, and okay. it's uh, over two hours long. It's two hours and 15 minutes long. Oh, my. Um, but I still liked it a heck of a lot more than I thought I would. Okay, there you go. Uh, this one, let's move into television now. Um, and, and we've seen a lot of documentaries about uh, serial killers. Here's another one. Once they named Berkowitz, it was like, hallelujah, we got our bad guy, everybody can walk the streets again. The city of New York can rest easy. There were real questions in this case. Why do the police not investigate more? The sketches don't add up. You're not going to mistake Berkowitz for being six feet tall and blonde. You got suspects dying accidentally. There were eight attacks. Did you do all of them? I did not pull the trigger in every single one of them. It's, it's called The Sons of Sam, A Descent into Darkness. You call it utterly fascinating in the darkest way. Absolutely, because uh, I think when we think of David Berkowitz and the, the Son of Sam killer, uh, killings, um, it, we, we just think of David Berkowitz, but this uh, journalist that's at the, the, the heart of this investigation uh, believes that it was more uh, of a group, like David Berkowitz was mm-hmm. uh, acting with accomplices, and it ended up tanking his career and, and completely putting a black mark and blackballing him out of the industry. Um, and, and this one takes, uh, you know, kind of presents the evidence and, and has you kind of form your opinion for yourself and uh, I, I mean where we've been hyper focused on Richard Ramirez and, and Ted Bundy uh, it, it's cool to see uh, some another prominent one get fe- featured in the most morbid ways alright so that one is on Netflix the next one we're going to talk about is on Disney Plus and if you're a Star Wars fan heads up this one's for you Star Wars The Bad Batch uh, it's called The Bad Batch five enhanced clones 
capable than an army. Yet they exhibit a concerning level of disobedience and disregard for orders. All right, I'm not a Star Wars fan, so you're going to have to fill me in on this. Yeah, and this one takes place basically uh, after the Clone Wars and uh, right at at the inception of the Empire because the show basically, Episode 1 basically starts right as the executive order is given to kill all the Jedis and uh, follows kind of a a rogue group of of clones called the Bad Batch that uh, kind of splinter off of the the Empire and off of the Rebels and try to kind of go out on their own. Uh, But the good thing to know is for, for Star Wars fans out there and people the love the Mandalorian and Clone uh, and uh, Clone Wars and everything. This was put together by Dave Filoni. Uh, Filoni. So I mean, it's a guy that knows the uh, industry implicitly, and actually, he has now been pr- promoted to the head of Lucasfilm. So it's all in mm. very good hands. Okay, I love music documentaries. You love music documentaries. Mm-hmm. We have another one that's coming out on Apple TV Plus. It's called 1971, the year that music changed everything. 1971, I don't think the music was a reflection of the times as much as the music also caused the times. It was an incredibly tumultuous year. Politically, socially, musically. I think the music reflects the state of the society's in. All these bands were making music referring to protests in the Vietnam War. That was our language. So much uh, to to chomp on on this one. 1971, and you heard in the trailer, talking musically, politically, socially, so much going on. Uh, I can't wait to see us, see this. Tell us a little bit more. Yeah, I, this is a fascinating movie, and it kind of, uh, sorry, documentary, and it kind of shows uh, um, where uh, politics and, and human rights and music really started to come together and, and be more uh, of a uh, band leader for, for change and for, for development. And, uh, I mean, it, it's everything from, the show starts off with uh, Neil Young writing uh, Ohio for the Kent State uh, tragedy, uh, moving into Marvin Gaye writing what's happening for his brother, who is uh, stationed in, in Vietnam at the time, or uh, John Lennon trying to mm. move on to the next level from the Beatles and, and record uh, Imagine with Phil Spector. Uh, I mean, there's just so much going on in this one. And it's all kind of moving in tandem, and the way that Apple TV puts this documentary together, uh, it, it flows in such a fascinating way that uh, each each episode seems to have its hold on, on, a, on a separate issue, but it's something more thematic globally as well. I, I, I was just so addicted to the show and I'm glad that Apple hooks me up with everything so I can just blast through it all right away so yeah it's great stuff All right, 1971 the year that music changed everything you know what Steve I know my listeners love music they love talking music they love talking about hey where they were what they were doing back 70s 80s 90s so I know this one is going to be on 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 their list All right, uh, let's leave it there for today Steve want to thank you for joining me we'll check in with you next month Sounds good. All right, Steve Stebbing joining us this afternoon. He is our movie connoisseur. You can find more, see his reviews at stevestebbing.com. You can follow him on Twitter at the Steve Dead. And of course, if you want his full list he sent me this month, because we just touched on a few, just drop me a, a text and I'll email it off to you.